0: This week's episode is sponsored by Pair.com. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pair Networks. Pair has 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag-and-drop page design. And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com/free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code quickstart. That's pair.com/free promo code quickstart to get started today. Now, on with the show.
1: You got the cure, came back to the house and was like, hey, y'all, I'm normal now. And (laughs) then motherfuckers was like, we didn't ask you to do that shit. I'm normal now. You may fire when ready.
0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White everybody. <laughs> you all You're feeling it is a great day. We got our sound effects back. We mm-hmm. are so thrilled to be with y'all on this uh, magical Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Yes. Um, may he
1: rest in power.
0: Um, it's a great also, day. And uh,
1: also, stop quoting him and choosing violence every other goddamn day. Of the- it's like going <laughs> to church on Sunday, and then every other day of the week, you fucking sinning. So stop quoting him on MLK Day, and then... <laughs> and then doing the opposite and choosing violence and devilish acts every other day and passing stupid ass legislation. That's a that's a great point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Good uh, job, Lucky.
0: We're already getting after it. So if you were hoping to dip your toes in and kind of get used to it, Hell sorry. Right. Take a take a dive in today cuz we are going to gonna get area. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get after it. But we are happy to be with you. We have a great episode. We got a movie review. We also have, have a couple other short pieces of business to take care of but i need to make sure that my co-hosts are thoroughly welcomed into
2: this space so i'm gonna kick it on over to one brian roush brian roush how you feeling hey everybody uh i you know i'm feeling good i am still sleep deprived uh we with uh with our third kiddo um so he's he's eight weeks he's two i'm sorry he's two months today yeah so Big day here, so feeling good. Had a good, nice, long weekend. Had today off too, nice. so I'm here to pod. I'm here to talk about the Matrix Resurrections. There you go. I'm excited
0: to talk about it with you. Um, really quick preview of how this discussion is going to go. So Brian loved it, so we're just going. Mean, <laughs> we're going to
2: start there. We'll get into
0: it later. Maybe for
2: folks, <laughs> look for folks that have listened to us. This is going to be a, a, a one of those pods where it's like Brian enjoyed it. Doug and Marcus
0: maybe
1: did not on the fence.
2: Maybe have things to say. Yes. Yeah. On the fence. <laughs> that's on the
0: fence.
1: That's a good. what is our relationship. Is. If not that, but that. that's true. That's true. I, I mean, mean, that's what
2: like, that's, I, I want to say that's like the baseline, but yeah. then like there's movies where I'm just like, this was awful. And <laughs> why would an awful person make such an awful movie? And then, yeah, we just kind of go from there. That's yeah. true.
0: That's very, very true. You never know what you're going to get, but it's usually going to be at least that, which is... true. at minimum, so, but we also need to make sure
1: a one Marcus J. Destin is included in the space. Marcus, how are you feeling? I'm here. I'm in the building. Nice. We had a day off today, federal yes. holiday, where we fake appreciate Martin Luther King after assassinating <laughs> him. Um, after they assassinated him, I'm sorry. Uh, so we're here, you know, a black man on a black holiday. I we have decided in the year 2022, I am embracing my blackness more. Okay. Because I feel like being okay. in South Dakota will you know, it'll, no pun intended, it'll kind of turn you into white noise a little bit. So every day, every once in a while, I have to turn up my just sure. to remind people who I am. And okay. not like more than usual. I'm not putting on a fake I just have to remind motherfuckers like don't mm, remember who I am and where I've come from.
2: That's fair. That's Take fair. up some space, man.
1: Yeah, because yeah,
0: yeah. you got to. And we hope that we can give you a vessel to 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 do
1: that. That's why we got to worry about want. that shit on here. No, like, this <laughs> is home. This is this is this is exactly <laughs> what it's, it's when you leave your apartment. That's the problem. That's, I guess. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> got to look over my shoulder every time. But anyway, Doug Wagner, how are you? How was the weekend?
0: Uh it was good. It was a long weekend. Um we so in order to kind of like make the the stress of going to Disney easier, we left our dogs with britney's family so we went and oh. picked up our dogs this weekend so it was a little bit of a drive in a trek especially with the winter weather we had to all adjust right. some schedule but um but it was good it was a good weekend we celebrated um my niece's first birthday so all in all good weekend happy to be back here gonna hang out here for a little while um but i'm excited i'm excited to get after this movie because I have a lot of questions to to go over with with all of you, um, <laughs> Doesn't and I hope I hope some of them are answered. But I'm I'm not entirely look
1: us. We <laughs> I'm excited. Don't I'm don't excited to us. talk about it. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's great. Um, but gentlemen, we are doing catch that quotable this week. that's right. And instead of it being so catch that quotable this week, and instead of the three of us bringing our quote. To share yeah. with the three of us, we are involving members of our Patty family in the podcast. Oh, creation wait a process. minute!
1: Hold the hell on. Yes, before we get to it, yes, Doug's not going to say shit about it. But Doug had a TikTok <laughs> that went fucking viral <laughs> in sold. the past week, and Doug <laughs> and I want you to tell them about the TikTok, <laughs> okay. about the comments, and how many views it got. Okay. Um. So <laughs> I made a TikTok.
0: Um. There is a sound that. I'm pretty sure is of someone getting having the shit kicked out of them in another room, but it also sounds like someone is engaging in a sensual moment in a sensual yeah. moment in, in is uh, feeling the love, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made a TikTok about Peter Parker hanging out outside of MJ's apartment a year <laughs> after. A year after she forgot about him, hearing this sound, knowing it's not him. And just kind of like, why was he there? Now, what everybody needs to understand is that most of my videos on that app are funny to me Mm -hmm. and funny to me only. And I remember when that idea entered my head, I was in my house by myself (laughs) laughing like because I was like, that's that's hysterical to me. And to me alone, I thought that was funny. Mm -hmm. So I made the video. And I posted it and I did not expect it to like blow up. I kind of was like, it'll do what it usually does. 300 people watch it, a couple yeah. of people share the like, I'm dead emoji, and then we move on. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm... this video mm-hmm. is now currently sitting at 2.4 million <laughs> views. <laughs> which which blows my mind that something that i created went that way. And the best part is is like most of them like i have to interact with any every comment just cuz that's mm-hmm. how the algorithm works. Like the more like yes. comments and clicks it gets, like the better it does. So i have to like say like oh that's what i thought or tell me more about that. Like mm-hmm. and this one i just let people go and there are currently um there are a shitload of comments on this particular y- yes. video. But some of them are insane to me, like people who just didn't get the movie. Because yeah. one person commented, like, I don't get it. What do you mean they forgot Peter Parker? And there oh, are like a no. series of people who you are, spoil-
2: are like you spoiled the movie. I man? guess
0: I, I I guess
2: I did. Also, I'm- I mean, also you, you should see the movie by now. Like,
1: I, yeah, I don't know I mean, how to help that. That's mean. their fault. Yeah.
0: Um, So it has 3,735 comments. Jeez. It has 326,000 likes.
2: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: and it's been shared 18,000 times. Eight,
2: 18,000
1: 18, people 000 saw you fingers. do that. And we're like, I got to send this. To I got to send this to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so now we are on the. We are. I'm sharing a podcast with two Famous TikTokers. Oh I no. So. Um, I no, so. no! No no no! D- Mr. Three thousand and Mr. Two million. T- <laughs> <laughs> the, the
2: crown is Doug's to have. I. No, this is not, not even a competition. I mean, no, like. no, it
1: wasn't. It's just me sharing the room with two 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 superstars. I, like. I, I mean, well, I have uh, I attribute
0: to this podcast to making me enter that space, especially with Brian, like kind of paving yeah. the way for me yeah, to be oh, brave shots. enough to enter it. So I appreciate all of you in the space. Paved the way and
1: taught us how to move the- it's mean, true he
0: really did he I, really really did
2: I, I mean look. the one thing i'm going to say the, the, about the video that i think is just so wild is like people don't know what they're watching and mm, like no idea. and that's why so like i feel like that's one of the reasons it gets so many views and people are like oh, Oh, this is not what I thought it was. Now I
0: get the other comments that I've really liked is people who get it and then they speculate who's walking out of the building later. Like there's been a couple that it's like Green Goblin then and and then Green Goblin walks out. Several people have said that Ned is the one who walks out of that room later. Ned was the most
1: popular one I think last time. Ned was the most
0: popular one. I also got like and then the Sinister Six walk out. I got that one a couple. Hilarious. Terrible. I Um, like
2: that one. the dep- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know. From the I don't depraved
0: know. mind of Doug Wagner, we get a that video. So love that. Hopefully, people enjoy that stuff more. If you're not following me, take a view if you want to, um and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But gentlemen, we have had some fan participation from our Patty family in this podcast, and we have a quote from them for this week's catch that quotable. I'm gonna put the graphic up one more time, just to
2: just
1: oh Also,
2: if you don't know about the video we're talking about, go to at films in black and white on TikTok. Yeah, uh, just in case you haven't seen it and you want context.
0: Yep. Okay. so here we go. Here's the first. Here is the first quote that we have for this week. And we're only going to do one and then we will do one um, submitted from our Patty family every week. But here is the first quote. Gentlemen, are you ready? ready? Ready. All right. The quote is. Well, it certainly shows the diversity of the word, end quote. Oh, shit. Well, it certainly shows the diversity of the word. And thankfully, in our request for these, people did not tell us what movies these are from, so I have not done my research. Oh, so so no, Nobody knows. So nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows, <laughs> and we will just have to get it back later. We'll have to see. Um, well, the person will have to listen and let us know whether or not we got it. So, Chris Schultons, thanks for submitting I should... the quote. I mean... We should look well, it up I can right that Google me. it. Yeah, yeah at the end should, end You could. It.
1: Okay, so read the quote again.
0: Okay, here's the quote again. Well, it certainly shows the diversity of the word.
1: Okay, so I don't know what the it's, fuck this is.
2: But this is referring to an expletive. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm getting Will Ferrell vibes. I don't know if that's at all on
1: par. Yep. I was thinking Marky Mark vibes. Okay. okay. Oh. Mark, we're, like um step, like stepdad. Like stepdad. What was the movie Will Ferrell and Marky Mark were Mark in together? Um, they were
0: in that the cop movie. Oh, the other guys, and they were in the
1: bad dads. Bad. That's not what I was talking about. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's probably wrong. Do um, you any guesses? Um, I feel like I
0: know what this is from. Okay. And I feel like I know it because it's one of those movies. It's another Willem Dafoe movie. Okay. oh this this is from i feel like this is from um the boondock saints
1: okay what was the quote i'm about to google oh, it oh right the boondocks yes. well
0: it certainly shows the diversity of the word
2: yes with the bartender.
0: it's from the boondock sense i think you're right yeah and I feel like it's Rocco is the one who's walking around the apartment just saying fuck over and over and over and over and over again. Yes. And one of the brothers responds back to him saying, like, oh, well, that certainly shows the diversity of the word. And they kind of chuckle at each other. Because that's when he finds out that they've been going out and just, like, like, often dudes.
1: Uh, <laughs> I can't find it. Uh... I feel you like want me, you want me to Google yeah. it Quick. Yeah, yeah, you might as well google. Hey, you okay. you seem so confident in it. I mean
2: I, I, I agree. I, I mean I do feel I, like it's Boondock Saints. I've never seen Boondock Saints. So gentlemen,
0: would... that is that is absolutely accurate. It is Boondock right, Saints. From 19, congratulations, Doug. Yep. Yeah? Well there you go. You thanks. You thanks to Chris for giving us uh that quote and <laughs>
2: I was, Great uh, I was ready to say the other guys, so there you go. There you go. C- congrats, Doug.
0: Well, the first point of Black History Year, yeah. unfortunately, Of course, the, ruined by
1: white man. Uh, wow.
0: On the worst day for me and me
1: alone <laughs> to get a point. Black man's holiday, <laughs> Black blitz. History Year, and the white man comes stepping in and in a white movie away. with a white quote from another white man. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> So, I mean, everything you
2: said is accurate. I mean, it's like <laughs> that's yeah, the problem. Like, I can't bad, even argue. That's a black fact all year. Worse. That's, that's, like, that's yeah. why Black History Year should be celebrated. That's, why, that's nothing why. facts. All year. Okay. Um, I
0: have a small
1: presentation. Please, Marcus, take his away. Marcus, I'm so excited to see your I presentation. I promise not to be long because I do not want to take away from Doug Wagner at okay. all. Okay. His and his I also have a short presentation. He does. I am just gonna give him time to prepare for his Wait, presentation. Did, did I need to bring a presentation? No, you didn't need a presentation. Uh, no, that, this is more right. one of those like we'll do the work, Brian, and then just give you the credit on the back end. <laughs> That's exactly how it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel side. like the group member that misunderstood <laughs> the assignment. No, but but you're the group member we like. There's the, it's the <laughs> ones that we don't like, where we're just like, Oh no, True. Brian, Brian always holds us down this time. We're oh running oh running.
2: shucks. All yeah, right, yeah.
1: cool. Let's do this. All right. So here I accidentally stumbled into a X-Men movie rabbit hole. Okay. So it's easy to do. When Tell you, go you Disney, got there. We asked ourselves a lot, like, um, you know, what does Disney Plus have to offer? And what right? I would mm-hmm. to that they offer is convenience. Because they put all of their movies in order. And the yes. way that they organize all of their movies is very easy for you to rewatch. Like, now they have the chronological timeline of all the Marvel movies that they have yeah. so far. Yeah, it's put into phases right right in all the phases too as well and then for x-men and all of the fantastic so i watched fantastic four daredevil x-men x-men 2 and x-men 3 oh my
0: gosh okay nope,
1: please don't ask me how i ended up there i was like i haven't seen x-men Oof. um united in a long time so let me just go watch this Uh-oh. and i watched it and i was like damn that's good and then ended up watching <laughs> all of the x-men movies right X- i
2: mean x-men 2 is is a it's a gem like you can't it's, touch yeah. it it's
1: I have different. I feel like X Men One is better than X Men Two, but X Men oh. Two is right there though. Okay, okay, we it's can discuss right it. Please, I don't yeah. want to interrupt you. Yeah, we should talk about that later. Yeah. I think that that's a good topic. But so what they have this category is is it's called Marvel Legacy films, okay, or something like that. Yes, Which I think is very inter- any of these older movies are considered Marvel Legacy. So I was just yep. going through it and I was like, okay, they have X Men Origins under there, X Men First Class, all of that stuff cool. for the merger. I watched X-Men, X- 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 X1, X2, and X3, and I felt like there were some characters who got on my nerves slash they got hoed, okay? And what okay. I mean by it, they got hoed, they just got disre-fucking-spected. <laughs> and either it was the character development, design, okay. or the premise of the character in one of these three movies. Okay. okay. First okay. character that I feel like got hoed, fucking Nightcrawler. Okay. The, All right. The design of Nightcrawler is interesting to have him mark his own body because of his Catholic religion. You know, do with that what you may. I think that that was the that was whatever what scars he got on his body. I think he said, he said, he said that he they started. were angelic symbols. Yes, that's what he, yeah, said, when he said. Yeah, crazy fucker. So um, you start the movie off by him going in to murder the president because he's under mind control. You end the movie by bringing the same monster that attacked <laughs> the president as they try to. Get the president to be on the mutant side. You bring the monster back into the presidential oval office, <laughs> and have a blue devil in the corner of the room that almost stabbed the president. Yep, are we that's, all on that's the, the same poor, page. That's a poor we, choice. I, okay, I, I'm with you. Okay, I, what, what point are you trying to make? I just think that they kind of <laughs> fucking hold a nightcrawler because nightcrawler, <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, is okay. better in. The cartoons and the comic books. His character is so much deeper and more skilled. This Nightcrawler was like, I was from the circus and the circus was <laughs> <doing> something <laughs> happened, and now I'm in the empty Baptist church. And then he's like, okay, but you're wearing a dirty fucking trench coat and you look disgusting. And so that's really all I wanted to say about this character. Nightcrawler okay. got fucking hoed. Okay. Um, okay. 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 I'm here to listen to your presentation. Go, okay. Hard character to do during that time. Okay. So okay. understandable. Cyclops. This motherfucker, right? <laughs> so, so we spend two movies with what I feel like is good develop a movie and a half of what I feel like is yep. good development for Cyclops as a leader. Yeah. Once again, in the cartoon, Cyclops is a way better leader than he yes. is in this show. That's in true. this show, he's damn near fourth fiddle because it goes Xavier, Gene, Wolverine, well, Storm, then Wolverine. And if yep. you include Hank McCoy, who came in at the third, Hank, and then Cyclops. <laughs> I don't understand how the fuck. <laughs> Professor Cyclops Xavier was in the third movie? Pass, what? I mean, you were going to pass Professor Professor Xavier was like, I was hoping you would take over one day, Storm. And Storm was like, but what about Scott? And he was like, Scott is musty upstairs because he can't get <laughs> the fuck over the fact his girl sacrifices. Like, like this is what the X-Men lifestyle is about. <laughs> She drowned herself to save us. Get the fuck over it. Like, we got work to do, God damn it! And you were upstairs in the room, musty, you stink, and you didn't kill a <laughs> goddamn filter, and you haven't gone to go see the school counselor. I cannot help you, Scott. Like, God damn it you done the, the podcast Stephanie the Williams of a river is
2: like feeling energy right now she's really saying this she took way. a bike
1: ride to the middle of the river then got off the bike and crossed over in the Superman returns and then they were like you know what we gotta kill you now because like <laughs> I was like you did a whole third movie with Gene as the main thing yes. and used Wolverine and forced Wolverine to become the main character because he's obviously more popular as yes. a character a hundred, that's state. a hundred percent a hundred what hundred percent yep and that's the way that they developed him over the span of two movies. So I just feel like Cyclops, you got hold. <laughs> I don't know who holds you, whether it's the writers or, we, you know, I don't know. But Or us as hold.
0: fans, maybe. Or I don't as, know.
1: Maybe we should have appreciated you more, but maybe you should have did more shit except for touch of damn glasses and goggles. Um, and then the last person that I feel like got hold, but I also feel like was got who was supposed to develop more into a mature character as we went along, but did okay. not. It's fucking Rogue. Okay? <laughs> okay. Rogue in the third movie got the cure because she was horny. I mean,
0: yes, that is. We are certainly. Does everybody
1: remember it like I do? I, <sighs> I
0: mean, I remember her conversation with Iceman of like, huh? you can't even touch me. And yeah, then she kind of like, you. was like it was like kind of like saying like, oh man, my house is always dirty. And then you turn on your TV and there's an infomercial about a new cleaning product. Yep,
1: You're like, oh fuck,
0: now I have to go and get that. The
1: algorithm it, was listening to Rogue. Uh, so she I, walks out of the danger room as they fought what was a glimpse of the uh, mutant um, hunters. I forgot what they're called. Sentinels. The Sentinels, yeah. thank you. The Sentinels. And the first thing she says is, um, Bobby says, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you treating me like that? She was like, well, so upset. I can't even touch my own boyfriend. And you're a boy. You only think about one thing. And I was like, Bobby wouldn't even think about it. We just fought a goddamn sentinel and you are <laughs> right. so horny and lusty right now that you got the cure, came back to the house and was like, hey, y'all, I'm normal now. And then motherfuckers was hey, like, didn't ask you to do that shit. I'm normal now. I, and so everybody's upset. It's like you turned and betrayed on us. So I feel like they did not appreciate Rogue, and she did not develop into the character that the cartoon was. Rogue was a badass, independent. Even though she was more so with Gambit than she was with Bobby, like they they kept her in this corner where even they never showed development in her powers. All they showed was her just touching people. They get veiny. They pass out, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. I feel like X Men as well, a trilogy went backwards. Like they started off really hot. Well, they <laughs> did what all movies did back then with all trilogies. Like sequel, the third really was always the worst. X-Men One and two, yeah. and your third was just you over X mended. And so, then you had fucking Angel was also fucked up. But I didn't include him in this oh, presentation.
2: Yeah, I and it. I'm glad you talked about Rogue because I honestly forget, and I've seen that movie at least mm-hmm. five times, and I honestly oh, yeah. forget she makes that decision because in days of future past, like the director's cut, the rogue cut, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. has her powers in that. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't remember where we
1: ended with you. Like, it's just, it gets so convoluted. <laughs> by yeah. It, yeah, for sure. And never saw the actress again. And I was like, was this the last movie that you
2: wait? Anna Paquin.
1: What was the last thing she did?
2: Oh, Anna That's Paquin noticeable. has did a ton of TV stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's yeah. she No, True she's Blood? she's around. She's around. She's doing oh. stuff.
1: Oh, was she in True Blood? Yes. She was the she lead. She was
2: in True Blood. There you go. So that's
0: what right. she was okay. so so doing. She apologize. did that.
1: Yep. That's wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. I, I Miss, Miss
0: Paquin, We 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 uh, yeah. apologize Sorry. if you'd Don't like to come I, on I, the podcast good. to accept our apology.
1: Yeah. yeah. These three characters: adaptation. Nightcrawler, uh, night, nightcrawler, and rogue and Cyclops, all just that is really
0: you're yeah. right though about X3 like and how they were really like Wolverine's the lead. I mean if you remember that the poster for that it was an X and then his thr- like his yep. hand with the claws was like a yep. big like mm-hmm. that was the teaser poster <sighs> before you got a clearer idea of what it was. And it was pretty clear. Now to that movie's credit and it is all over the place. Um to that movie's credit that end sequence with Wolverine walking to um Gene? Phoenix. Gene, oh yeah. Time. That's and watching like pieces of his face come off and the metal yeah. is still there. Oh, that's that, that cool. stuff's
1: cool. Yeah.
0: That's really, really rad. But
1: imagine that same scene, but it had to be Cyclops that killed her. Now that's a reason to must be in your room if you have to be the one to kill your girlfriend.
0: That's okay. But, like,
1: I understand that. I understand Hugh Jackman as a as an actor bought Wolverine to fucking life. I mean, like, true. I don't want to be rude to James McAvoy, but anybody could could play Cyclops. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't take that much. But it's like when you look at Wolverine, that's going to be a hard recast in the future because, I mean, I say that because look at the act, the younger actor who plays Cyclops in First Class. I thought he would have been a great Cyclops. Yeah. If you let him grown up a little bit, mature a little bit. Oh yeah, it have been good. Yeah. Um, but if My- you look at Wolverine, they had to recast Wolverine. Hugh Jackman in (laughs) X-Men Days of Future Past because, I mean... He couldn't
0: just... He had done such a good job with it. Yeah. That's why why Logan was such a swan song for him. Like, it was such a, like, holy shit, that's really cool. So So um, we did used to call, me and my other movie theater buddies, we used to call James McAvoy... Um like five dollar haircut because there's really nothing special about him. Um so like we just that's <laughs> what we used to call him. You mean James Marsden? James, sorry, James do oh, Mar- James Marsden. James James I don't Marston. Know. Marston. Yes, I'm yeah, sorry. but we used to call James Ma- Marsden five dollar I mean, haircut
1: just because yeah. he lost his really girl wonderful. twice. He went through <laughs> close to Lois, lost his lost Lois to Superman, went and then X-Man, and lost Gene to fucking Wolverine. <laughs> And then Gene right. is kissing Wolverine and she's like, Don't make me do this. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Don't make me do this. You're the telepath. I'm the only one with healing powers and goddamn claws. It's true. Anyway, fair I'm point. There. Um, well, Marcus, thank you for your
0: presentation. Um, we should revisit those and have a more in-depth conversation because I feel like Brian had his regulators on. Uh, Look, on that you one wanted for to sure. give a
2: presentation, <laughs> far be it from me to interrupt you and give you my input as you're trying to make a point so i i appreciate that you brought all these things to our attention
1: if you have <laughs> notes please bring them i would be interested to hear them i would also be uh, you interested. know
2: i think it's a longer it's a longer discussion when if we decide to do like an episode on the x-men when they finally decide what yeah. they're doing with the x-men Ooh, i think that yeah. like i i did i don't disagree that those characters like didn't get their due and i think it's just more of like with the TV show, you could do a whole episode about That's Nightcrawler true. and yes, like, be fine. And with a movie with such a big cast, it, it, like, it's hard to do all of them really well. Because like I feel like Storm Storm is all over the place in those movies. And yeah. she's one of my favorite characters. But it's, mm-hmm. yeah, in any case, I, on, I appreciate what on, you brought up.
1: She starts off with a slight accent. It's like Halle Berry tried to mm-hmm. give her an accent in X-Men 1. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two, she completely abandons the accent. Three, she goes. I don't know. It's like we. And then Days of Future Past is also weird. And so I think. Handle
2: the the thing i'll say here to to just back up your point is like when they made those movies it wasn't le- like it was it was like they were almost ashamed of the source material like everything yeah. was leather everything was cool everything was like True. trying to like fit into what everybody else's idea of like what was trendy mm-hmm. so you never got the bright yellow suit for wolverine you never got like you know any of that stuff which is kind of what made x-men x-men to yeah. me um, I I always just found that weird and I think it contributed to literally everything you talked about. The reason why they handled Cyclops the way they did, the reason they leaned in with then, nightcrawler, however you want to phrase it.
1: They tried the redemption in X-Men First Class at the end, yep, by giving the mm-hmm. younger ass the original costumes and which was like, look I, I appreciated. I did too, and then we didn't see those same costumes yeah. in the next in the next X-Men movie. So I don't know, but I don't want to take away from. I think I do think we take another episode. I don't want to take away from Doug. Yeah, It'd be yeah. 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 Um, the
2: main stage. All right. So, so here's what we a got. Presentation. So, so
0: last week we did we spun the wheel of a of obscure Marvel uh, heroes and villains, um, yeah. and this week I am happy to report on this gentleman here, uh, yeah. Chameleon. So Chameleon is a character that first appeared in the initial issue of the Amazing Spider-Man back in March of 1963. Um, his character's name is Dmitry Sar Um and so he's a Ru- so he's Russian. And Looks what's like, fun about oh. this particular character is he is the half-brother of Kraven the Hunter. Um, what? which is what? which is really really cool. So he's the half-brother of Kraven the Hunter. And the cool thing about him is, like, he can basically take his face and he can mimic the actions and mannerisms of anybody on the planet. And that is what makes him such a challenging foe for Spider-Man is because Spider-Man is in the room. And you see this in the first comic, which I read. Like, he's in a room, his spider sense is going off, and he's like, I don't know what I should be alerted about, but there's something off. Um, It's also why he's such a good, like, like nemesis of spider-man is because spider-man is the only one who can figure out who he is um so he has been in a bunch of different comics and he keeps coming back up over and over and over again of a villain uh that that spider-man has to reckon with his coolest story that i read has to do with peter parker's parents Um, And what makes it a really cool story is that like Peter Parker's parents, obviously, we know this from his origin story and just about every movie and comic book is Peter never knew his parents. Um, What comes out in this through sort of flushing it out and I want to get you like the I want to get you the, the actual like name. So this is called Life Theft, um, and it culminates in the final chapter of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 388. Um, but it starts in Spider-Man 365. So this whole thing stems this whole thing. So in The Amazing Spider-Man 365, Peter Parker's parents show back up. They they show up out of the blue and you kind of hear a backstory on them that they were shield agents that were in charge of keeping an eye on the Russians, Um, particularly they were in charge of keeping an eye on Red Skull. And then at one point in time, they just sort of like disappeared Um, and they never turned up again. And everybody presumed that they had died. Um, Well, in this like initial 360, like Amazing Spider-Man 365, they show back up and they're like hey, we're here, how are you? And so Peter, (laughs) over the course of these like next 23 issues, has to sort of reckon with the fact that his parents are back. Well, long story short, um, (laughs) long story short is Chameleon was actually the one who created robots that use the same technology that allows his face to change to essentially now mimic his parents, all because... Um, he wanted to figure out the true identity of Spider-Man because he blames Spider-Man for the death of Craven the hunter who died. He basically yeah. said yeah. that, like, Craven like, took his own life and yes. Chameleon blames Craven blames Spider-Man for not preventing that from happening. So he used these two robots mm-hmm. to, like... <laughs> basically figure out who <laughs> spider-man's secret identity is it's nuts it's really really nuts also, but also, that like,
2: craven storyline is is straight up bonkers it's good but i can't believe those two are related that's a i do not know that that's incredible
0: of, isn't it kind of crazy so anyway so he uses them to figure out who he is well the funny thing about it is like peter's the robot version of peter's mom Like, basically, she goes sentient and, like, develops the ability to have emotions so that when the robot version of Peter's dad tries to kill Spider-Man, she, like, steps in and prevents it from happening. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell? Oh, and there's this whole other thing of, like, there's this whole other storyline of, like... Vulture being involved, so like Vulture throughout this whole thing was like Sir, we have enough going on. I what know, are you doing here? But this is this is like Spider-Man in the 80s, like there was just so much shit happening. Um, but anyway, so like Vulture is involved and he's trying to like sap people of their life's force so he can look younger again and get his youth back.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: Chameleon comes in and he was like, Hey good job stealing the technology that steals life it's not going to work on people but it might work on these robots help me and maybe you'll get your youth back so this so this life theft storyline ends with peter's mom stopping peter's dad from being robot version of peter's mom robot version of peter's dad from like killing him only to have Vulture sap her energy and basically kill her, so much so, and Peter got so attached that he literally cries out in a panel like, not again, like <laughs> over oh, the, the robot? robot, yes, and so that's chameleon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. So well, yeah. I learned
2: I learned a lot. I'm I, very
1: I, I, uh... Like
2: really in the 80s, man, you could just I feel like if you were like a dude with a heartbeat, you could walk into Marvel and be like, hey i want to write comics and they'd be like okay and then just, you could just give us a pitch, pitch what do you got whatever um, you wanted um peter's parents but they're robots <laughs> fuck it we love it like let's <laughs> let's do it okay. oh i have to i also have to close this loop so last week i was like barack obama and he everyone did. was like what are you talking about and yeah. the i remember when obama was elected marvel did like a special issue where the chameleon shows up <laughs> pretends to be barack obama and spider-man is the only one that can stop it i own it no no (laughs) no i mean i don't know how chameleon technology works it is technology we can debate the merits of that the facts of the story are chameleon tries to be tries to take barack obama's place that's all i know all right is chameleon a white man I don't I know. Think so? I, I, he always wears a mask. Nah,
1: well, in
0: the 80s, that was actually his face was just disfigured. He wasn't actually wearing a mask that's His face in the that's in the 80s. In the original, he's a white man who's disfigured, who puts on different like masks. Oh, okay. Isn't that
1: the same premise of what's that movie with uh, God, uh-huh. dang it, the God uh, the Liam Neeson movie? Old Liam Neeson, Dark Man. You ever seen Dark Man? I've no. never seen Dark Man. You've never seen. All right, everybody keep talking. Everybody just. <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> I'm
2: okay. kind of nervous. D- Doug, I'm so happy you brought all of that information. that's a really I interesting? know you've
1: seen Dark Man.
0: And when I... you go in and you like the app, the Marvel Unlimited app has all issues of the Life yeah. Theft storyline. So you can go from 365 oh to 388 and read the whole thing. I... But that, in a nutshell, is what Chameleon is all about. And you feel kind of bad that I feel kind of bad that he's listed as an obscure hero for, or a obscure villain, especially yeah. since he's was original from issue number one of The Amazing Spider-Man. Is he really? He's the very first issue, the very oh first gosh. issue, The Amazing Spider-Man. Peter's trying to figure out how he makes money. And he sees the Fantastic Four like being wealthy. So right. he breaks into the Fantas- to the Baxter building and he's like, Hey, you guys have a lot of money. You want to pay me to join their join your team? And the Fantastic Four are like, That's that's not how this works. Like, we don't we don't I, make money I, I from do
2: recall this. that story like, now. And he, isn't that how like doesn't he have to wear like a paper bag over his head or something like that? Yeah, like
0: that might be later, but they don't later. hire him. They yeah. they don't hire him at all, and they're like, No, but we'll help. Um, and <laughs> then the next story is dealing with Chameleon and Chameleon actually is working for the Russians and, spe- and trying to steal because it's, you know, it's 1965. So of course he is, yeah. War. Um, he's trying to steal secrets yeah. from the U.S. government and, ta- and sell them to the Russians. Um, and so he dresses up as Spider-Man to j- gain access. Yeah. Um, and then he and Spider-Man fight. But that's it.
1: I want y'all to Incredible. know I am upset that I'm going to have to explain this movie to y'all. And okay. now I'm saying we all have to watch this shit. Okay. What, what okay. is the title of the movie it's again? Called, it's called Dark Man. Okay. Oh my god. This gosh. is a movie okay. that is co-written by Sam Raimi. Okay. Starring Liam Neeson. I'm going to read you the quick premise. Okay. This is a this is a movie still from the movie to let you know exactly. Okay. What's going on.
2: Just so people know what we're looking at, th- th- it is like a comical like image of a man
1: in bandages. It <laughs> like is, yep. bandages it, does look, and- it does look. It does look awfully similar. <laughs> it, the, um, it's the same. It's the same thing. Okay. And now I'm going to explain it okay. to you. Dark Man is a 1990 American superhero film directed and co written by Sam Raimi. And it's based on a short story Raimi wrote that paid homage to Universal's horror films of the 1930s. Oh, yeah. Okay? This huh. looks exactly like The Invisible Man. Yes. It's, it yes. stars Liam Neeson as a scientist, <laughs> Peyton Westlake, who is brutally attacked, disfigured, and left for dead. Okay. And so in that, he, um, there's a, a corrupt developer and after treatment to cure him of his burn injury fails, Westlake develops superhuman abilities which also has unattended side effects of rendering him mentally unstable and borderline psychotic. with oh, vengeance, he decides to hunt down those who um, disfigured him. During this whole movie... He recreates people's faces using this technology because he's a scientist. Okay, off the bandages, but he can only wear the faces for like 20 minutes, 10 minutes, or something like that, and then it starts to bubble and melt off. Okay, so he can
2: only do it for 20 minutes. It's something, it's a certain time, incredible power,
1: (laughs) and so then he's also psychotic so he also gets to certain stages where he's like trying to be a hero and then he'll have a fucking mental breakdown <laughs> worst superhero ever oh my god so it's just yes I, I just great job on the chameleon thing it made me think of dark man and i'm okay. so surprised that y'all have not seen I, this is dark the first
2: Land. time i've ever heard of it okay please
1: please watch it
0: y'all please okay. we'll watch please. it i'll watch it i'll watch it at the very <laughs> least i'll watch it um but yeah and stay tuned next week we will come back with the wheel of the obscure mm-hmm. marvel heroes and we'll do it again great job yeah.
1: dude. that was awesome thank you for, dedicating deep, time for that.
0: It, it was a deep dive and it well, was that
2: deep. was hilarious i like peter parker's yeah. parents robots that that's enough for that's me like, and that's also enough really quick like, keep going
0: 80s version of Mary Jane like the way that the illustrators like drew her she is so far beyond and out of Peter Parker's league that it just doesn't make any sense like they worshiped this woman
1: it was always she was like over sexualized she did not have any job or anything she wanted to do she just wore fucking crop tops and showed off her hourglass figure like Like, well she she was an
0: actress but oh was she she was an actress on a soap opera
1: (laughs) that (laughs) That does
2: fit. But in the comics, it is just totally there to exist. Of like, oh, pretty girl in Spider-Man.
1: Like, that's Basically. it. Like She never had any Basically.
2: depth. Yeah. She
1: got fired in the movie, so. That's true.
0: Um, But gentlemen, <laughs> so, we have spent a lot of time talking she showed about up up at the theater And they was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shit. My bad. I didn't know.
0: Anyway, we've talked about everything that isn't this movie. Yeah. The Matrix Resurrections. All right. and we'll put it. It's not intentional. It just it sort of is what it is. But um, so we watched that movie this week. We are here to review that movie this week. Marcus, enlighten us, please, with your barbershop summary. Oh, golly. For the Matrix Resurrections.
1: First of all, you need some type of computer science degree to really understand what the fuck is going <sighs> on. Yeah, <laughs> because a lot of the lingo in this is is about modules and and systems oh, within systems, and it's so much shit going on in here. So basically, what they did was they decided, you know what, we haven't had enough of the Matrix. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring it back. And I, I I'll I'll get to this point later. I believe that this was an original plot point for them that mm-hmm. they just weren't able to do at the time, and they just decided to do it now so basically movie kicks us off neo the matrix never really happened that's what the premise is the matrix never happened the matrix was just a video game. Oh, that, got it. Yeah. That yep. Neo was the developer of. And he was this big time developer who doesn't even look like himself to everybody else. Um, he's this old white man that just developed this game called The Matrix. And in The Matrix was all this stuff that we know about Bullet Time, Trinity, Morpheus. All of this stuff existed within this game that was based in the 90s. And it was the most popular thing ever. So it got awards and all that other shit, right? So now the company wants to. Neo is having flashbacks midway. And there's shit going on within the code he wrote and all this other shit. And he doesn't feel like himself. And, you know, he goes to this therapist that is feeding him medicine, making sure, like, oh, you tried to commit suicide and had a psychotic break. That's why you think the Matrix is real. And so he's like, OK, obviously, I'm fucked up. So now they're trying to remake the Matrix because we live in a world of remakes. And the whole company is like, how do we remake the Matrix? What was it? How do we explain it? Blah, blah, blah. Whoop-de-whoop. Whoop. Anyway, in the Matrix, it turns out it, it the system that Neo is living in is fake. So what is the real world being portrayed to him is actually a fake world. That is, he is still plugged into the matrix by the machines. So the machines took him when he died in the third one, they recreated his body and then hooked him and Trinity up to the machines. The long story less long is he is the one still, but so is he's not the one without Trinity. Okay. So together, They are the one. They are the one whole. So they had to keep them separate, so they developed these two separate worlds, where in this fake world, Trinity has a family, has kids. She still does certain stuff like work on bikes, and she kind of knows about the Matrix, but they never really meet. The one time they meet, they feel this connection. Something weird is going on, and she's like, yo, you designed me in a video game, and he's like, well, you know, that was... a Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. What of it? Maybe, yeah. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. So, basically, they go through this whole movie trying to figure out how to get Neo back to being the one. How to save Trinity. There's a new Morpheus in the Matrix. The machines and some of the humans are working together. But then there's also some machines who are against it. Um, uh, the guy from How I Met Your Mother. God damn it, what's his name? I like Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, I like him. I didn't want to disrespect him like that. Neil Patrick Harris plays this guy Sorry, called a little later. Um, and he, um, it turns out he's the villain cause he is a part of the matrix. He's the lead of the matrix and was part of this whole swipe and reboot to try to keep Neo where he was. Uh, Agent Smith is back, but in a completely different body, there's a brand new Morpheus who's a uh, black, black Morpheus. Um, and then there's, um for us how is in this, but she old as hell and old as dirt. There's a lot of shit going on. That's all I got for you. That's that's a
0: pretty good overview.
1: I mean, honestly,
2: that is pretty good for this that's, movie.
0: That's as good as you're probably gonna get thank you. Thank um, you. Um I do want to give everybody a rundown of two things both cast and then also um streaming numbers slash box office. So obviously Keanu Reeves comes back in this as Neo. Carrie Ann Moss reprises her role as Trinity. Um and really that's the f- like the big well, I would say one of the big three because Jada Pickett-Smith comes yep. back as Niobe. So those are the big three as far as people who return um, and sort of like bring their folks back. Um, Yaha Abdul-Mateen second is Morpheus and you'll recognize mm-hmm. him from Candyman. Right, um, don't anybody else say it four more times. Um, Jonathan Goff is oh, yeah, in this bro. as Smith. Um, I'm having a hard time placing him in other things, but more on that sort of later. <laughs> um, Jessica Henwick is, plays like Bugs. Random. Um, Neil Patrick Harris plays the analyst, Analyst. Priyanka Chopra Jones plays Sati. And believe it or not, Christina Ricci is in this. She Um, she
2: is in it for like maybe a minute, eight (laughs) seconds.
0: Um, (laughs) What does she play? She plays Gwynne Devere, um, but I don't know if I...
2: She was the business executive during the movie. Spoilers (laughs) for anyone that needs to hear that. We're going to spoil this movie Uh, when they're talking about making a sequel. And she's like, this is what marketing says. And the camera like flies in, zooms in up. And then like, that's it. That is like all we see of her. It is bonkers to me that she got billing in this movie.
0: Oh, oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, good. for That's it. All right. Um, And everybody else is sort of like other characters here and there are sort of smaller folks who are maybe new actors or actresses that maybe don't have as quite as a following with the Matrix, as least as that is concerned. Um, So we don't have a ton of numbers as far as box office, um, because it does appear that based on how things have been released so far, and these numbers are as of December 27th. So they're a little outdated, um, but as of December 27th, um, it had made about two 22.5 million dollars um, in the box office, and then HBO Max it was watched by 2.8 million smart TVs. So again, we're dealing with yeah. oh smart gosh. TVs and all of that. Um, Which means to,
1: it must have failed. Well, well
0: <laughs> and that's kind of what they're calling it—is that like, but the that's what they're kind of calling it. They're also saying that it does look like HBO max streaming numbers. bit into ticket sales. Um, Cause think about it. I mean, you get 2.8 million people not to go to the theater and go to and watch it at home. Yeah. I mean, that's at least a couple million more dollars there. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of to give everybody where that place is as far as streaming and as it relates to HBO max Godzilla versus Kong is still the most theatrical day to date release huh. on HBO Max it was watched by 5.8 million households hmm. uh Moral 5.6 Suicide Squad with 5.1 um now over time obviously these are old old numbers so it could have jumped up a yeah. little bit but um that's where things sit sort of as we've last damn Snyder Cut. So yeah so it's um that's <laughs> kind of <laughs> where we're at So gentlemen What did you all think of this particular movie? What did you let's start off this? Let's start off the things that maybe you liked about this particular film to this particular film.
1: Um, I like I think (sighs) I like the introduction of (laughs) it kind of felt like playing a video game. And it's like a hundred percent new character skins. And so I think I (laughs) like some of these alternate character skins that were unlocked. Okay. Like new Morpheus. I liked him as a character. Yeah. Um, because it was it, it kind of felt like they were their dialogue were the questions that I was asking as an audience member. Sure. Like, okay, why is he here? And then he explains, I don't know why I'm here, but I must be a thing for Morpheus. And like they you coded, you coded me. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, you're answering my questions for me because you know I'm not gonna get this shit. But I did like um Morpheus's. Character, And I liked um, the effect that they used to get him from the Matrix into yes. the real, quote unquote, I guess when you're unplugged and unjacked. I don't know how we define what's the Matrix, what's the module. The, there's the Matrix, the module, and then... <sighs> The world?
0: Matrix, the modal, and then the real world. And yeah, then, and, that's the, my... and a mo-
2: I believe the modal is technically in the Matrix. In the Matrix, right?
0: Yeah, right. but if it, but it was coded by it was coded by Neo.
2: But right. it's a it's a meta Matrix. There's the modal, and then the modal exists in the Matrix, and then the Matrix, then the real world that you can plug into
1: the Matrix. So now I'm confused again. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to just grab some guns and shoot them up? What the
0: fuck? Like, and that's, and I want to start there because for me, that's what I think I appreciated the most about this is when they are doing some of like that business talk at the beginning and they're like, well, what is the matrix? And they're literally doing like the own, like they're basically pointing fingers at themselves and going like making a joke of it of like, well, it's, it's just a lot of guns and a lot of shooting, which. I could definitely see that or it's a mind fuck or it's a comment on like LGBTQ issues, like and gender those, expression. Like, and, yeah, yeah. It, it was all of that stuff like where they were throwing those things out that I was like, yeah. oh, someone Lana Wakowski has obviously like watched, heard what people have said yeah. and gone. OK, let's just throw that back in their face. Like and so I did appreciate I thought the humor there definitely was something that I picked up on.
2: I mean, the first third of this movie, I want to say, is like almost a meta commentary on the entire Matrix trilogy, which I adored as a Matrix fan and for people who maybe weren't here last week. But me and my wife, Maggie, we we rewatched all the Matrix movies and then I watched Mm -hmm. the Animatrix, which is a trip. But if you have HBO Max like and you remotely kind of like the matrix, I suggest checking it out. It's a, it's like an anthology type situation. Um, yeah, check it out. In any case, I enjoyed how the first third of the movie was like, it's clearly Lana Wachowski processing like the fame and the weight and the success of the matrix franchise, um, which I appreciated.
0: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely appreciated that as well. I also really enjoyed the the fact that they did try to make it. They went back and they sort of retrofitted it and made it kind of like they made the commentary like, oh, this was a video game you created. I thought that was a really original and kind of unique way yeah. to, like, explain how they needed the, how this like this this new movie kind of yes. and how it could stand alone and be its own thing. So I did appreciate that. There are moments, though, where I definitely got like lost in it.
1: I don't know. I, <laughs> There's a lot of, I think the (laughs) continuing story that they're trying to tell is good. Um, Right. I see where they're going with it. Uh, I don't want to lean into what I didn't like too much, but I kind of feel like they could have done this without Neo or Hmm. Trinity.
2: Um, Okay.
1: Because, yeah. I like the, I do enjoy the continued story of, because we all had this question of, I wonder what, did Neo really die at the end of, the, the third Matrix That's thing. the question. Mm-hmm. It was the question, and it was like, I do like the idea that, of course, the machines weren't just gonna let Neo fucking die. You <laughs> rebuild the fucking... You rebuild him and try to repurpose him for your purpose. That, to me, made sense. Like, yes, yes you don't just yeah. drag his body off and just say he died. I also love the explanation of Morpheus becoming the council lead. He mm-hmm. went in, yes. and his beliefs... Did not work out and align with what the the uh, progress of the world. So right. then Morpheus became Morpheus, and all his beliefs became old news, while the world was trying to progress. And then Niobe, who witnessed both ends of it, yeah, yeah, did not want to risk anything to lose like the progress what, what they had built up in all of that progress. I like the even the Matrix has politics. You know what right. I mean? Because right. although all of y'all witness, because you have to remember. A lot of them didn't witness what we witnessed. So, Niobe sure, right. and Morpheus and all of them, all of Zion saw was the machines fly away. And yeah. the assumption was Neo yeah. fucking saved us. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. It, Nobody told the story. So, I think when you when you look at it from that perspective, because Niobe kind of got on my nerves, I was like, this is the fucking one you're talking about here. And you, right. you know, you're going to lock them up and treat them like that. But it makes sense because she didn't want to she, yeah. didn't wanna, she didn't want to. not want to risk anything to lose all of that. So I like that continuation story of what happened after they drug his body in in the third matrix.
2: Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. Honestly, I think that's one of the strongest elements here because when Neil Patrick Harris is revealing himself to be the main antagonist mm-hmm. of the film, and he's talking about like what what happened. One, I enjoyed the machine civil war. Like that was yeah, that was perfect because. I think one of the things that the Matrix, like the previous trilogy, was like, we're better than you because uh, we're not human. We're not a virus. Like, we don't move in. And then it's like, right. like the minute they have resource scared, they're like, nah, nah, nah. This robot sucks. I'm going to destroy you even though I'm a right. robot. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that because it, it felt real. And the sure. idea that they had to make more energy with less people i just that really vibed with me and where we're at currently and having neil patrick harris the analyst i should say Mm -hmm. basically go well look like if we just get people mad and we just keep them engaged like we don't really have to do anything it produces way more energy so we just keep getting them mad and angry and sad and then we just you know we go on our way and i'm like that that hits on a lot of that yeah, hits on a lot of sensitive areas neil patrick harris and i feel like it's obviously a pretty large commentary <laughs> yeah, on social media uh, even myself like a few months ago i stopped using facebook because i came to the same or i like stopped using it as much because i came to the same realization of like yeah facebook just wants me to keep making angry comments at people and they don't they don't care if it's good or if
1: it's nope. bad it's
2: just at the end of the day, someone's end of year report can be like, "Hey, we look, look at all these comments. We're we're doing it." Yeah. Like, almost a matrix of its own. Anyway, I enjoyed that comparison, and it was timely. I liked that. Yeah.
0: The algorithm, right Yeah, that's that's yeah. absolutely accurate.
1: That was good, Brian. Oh, I
0: thank will. You. Say, I will say this. I'm going to pivot us kind of over mm. into things maybe we didn't like.
1: Wait, I have one more thing that please, I please
0: like. give it and then I want to pivot.
1: Neil please give it and I want to pivot. I, I did yeah. like Neil. I felt like oh, when man. I first heard he was casted in this. I'm glad I was you went like, first. <laughs> and then I seen him in the role, and I was like, you know what? This guy can play a good punchable face and kind <laughs> of a dick. I'm really and glad
0: like, you went first.
1: I don't know what it was. I just felt like he played a good I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I don't don't take it any kind of way. He was like white privilege to me, like walking oh, 100% white hundred
2: percent. He was
1: <laughs> like he sat with his feet crossed when it was a room full of security guards talking his shit. Like yes, I did that. They put me in charge. I did that shit. I used it against you. Like he was talking that shit, and so I kind of like Neil Patrick Harris um, in that role,
0: and I did yes. not
1: explain totally yourself. yourself here's yeah. what
0: i this is what i and and i had this thought as i was watching it my thought was wow every i said neil patrick harris boiled down most of his characters to his character from how i met your mother and he's just repeating that with a slight variation no and i felt that i could that's the what? only thing that i could what? think of as i was watching this like when he when he flips, maybe not for like the last third of the movie, but mm-hmm. for the first two thirds where he has sort of that like smirky delivery to his lines. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a variation on a character that I had seen before. Um, And that was the way I experienced it. Mm-hmm. But I and I don't think it undoes the movie and I don't think it makes him any less of a villain. I think he he did the villain role really, really well. But I did sort of feel like I I had this thought as I was watching this. So maybe this isn't entirely bad, but I did have this thought, like as I was watching it of like, man, I would love to see a character. That's just so entirely different from something that I already know.
1: Yeah. I think I was going into it expecting to feel like you felt.
0: Sure. Um, That's fair.
1: And so, one of the things, it's kind of weird. I should have said this in the things I like. I like the cinematography of this film. Oh, it's a, it's a good looking
2: film. The oh, absolutely. Par- the, the,
1: the parallels when Neo is crossing over into the Matrix um, mm-hmm. and the old film and this film was spectacular. I only said that because Neil Patrick Harris wore these blue glasses. Yes. Um, and in my mind, it, once I saw him, I said, OK, the blue glasses relates to the blue pill. And then there was a blue butterfly in the background. And I was like, I like the way that they dressed him up to kind of like not be like it was an apparent he's the bad guy. If you don't know shit that's going on and you didn't know why he was casted, they did good in seeing like, okay, I can't really tell if this guy is if he means well or if he doesn't mean well. Is he completely oblivious? Oh, this guy's overall in charge. That's kind of wild. But I was thinking I felt when I went into it, I, I was expecting to feel the way that you felt though. Yeah, like I was yeah. not expecting to like him and I do how you can see Barney in mm-hmm. this. it's the same pompous attitude, but Neil Patrick Harris kind of does that in everything. He has a certain Whoa.
2: air to him. Go ahead, Brian. I feel so Neil Patrick Harris worked for me I do think he's really talented oh uh Uh, so I like I like him a lot I think one of the things that I enjoyed that he brought to the performance was he he had an I feel like he had a lot of restraint the first half of the movie because he knew Mm -hmm. he could be the twirly mustache villain at the end Mm -hmm. yeah but the vibe he gave off was just so distinctly uh, not it was almost like a like a layer of sinister Mm -hmm. on top of a layer of like i'm here to help you like right it it reminds me of like these these liberals that are like oh isn't it horrible that homelessness is such a big problem and you're like yeah um actually we're thinking about building uh low income housing actually down the street from you can we get your support and like neil patrick harris has this vibe of like in my neighborhood mm-hmm. do you know <laughs> where i live mm-hmm. and you're telling me i would have right homeless people mm-hmm. in my neighborhood yeah no sir not in my neighborhood Maybe i support the it. Guy, like it Wasp. was that it was this perfect vibe of like you you're trying to like you're trying mm-hmm. to do good but i don't trust you at sure. all like the, yeah. and i think the white privilege thing you speak to so well marcus of like these people that are like no i'm i'm a good person mm-hmm. yes. I'm you absolutely nothing yeah. Yeah. to show you that i am you just have to take my word for i don't
1: know i'm right. trying to inflect neil patrick no, that harris's was, character here. Yeah, yeah no that was that's great a great explanation, explanation. Right. that was a great add-on i mean that was just i don't know that's right. why
2: i fell for it immediately now towards the end it was just like Oh, you're just having fun with it. And I appreciate it. But it was right. like, it was yeah. very much like, I'm the bad guy. Let's go. Neo. Yeah. Like, right. which is what it is. I enjoyed that, but I can understand how that would kind of like grate against you, Doug. I get it.
0: Yeah. No. And I, again, I don't want to take away from his performance. Like, obviously.
2: No,
1: take away he, from it. If you don't he, like it he, did a good, it.
0: he did a good job, but it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things of like, you're right though. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't get that certain level of charisma that he brings to all of his roles. Cause he does have that talent for that kind of role. Mm-hmm. I just, I think when I saw him in this and maybe it's, maybe it's that I felt, I don't know, but it, it just, it, something about it didn't quite strike with me, which is fine. Yeah, I will say yeah, this to Marcus, fun. you brought up this point about color. Mm-hmm. I did notice I did pick up on like the hues and tones of color mm-hmm. in this. Um, so I noticed the glasses and the pill, and I thought it was fucking genius to have the person from the team of like the new team of the mate, like the the people mm-hmm. outside, for her to have blue yeah, hair yeah. just to fuck with you, yeah, just yeah. for you to be like, well, is she <laughs> a part didn't of it happen. too? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It was really really cool <laughs> yeah. to be like, wow, blue glasses, blue pill. Okay, great. Yep. I got it, and then they had the blue hair, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, should I trust her entirely?" So I appreciated
1: that sort of undertone to it as well. Yeah. Other things um, about the movie, gentlemen. It was too much. Yeah. I'll just be honest <sighs> with you. It yeah. wasn't needed, and it was too much because, and I'll say that because the ending. Let's go right to the end. Okay. Neo and Trinity are now both the one question mark. Yes. yes. That's the way it felt. That's how I interpreted it. Which is fine, and they're gonna go and they fly off and recreate this new world within the matrix, right? Yes, Right. So why wasn't that there before? Question mark. Also questions I have. Wait,
2: what what wasn't there before? The
1: the the power between Trinity and Neo. Yeah, I, what's I think this like, kind what's of dives the into like
2: one of my things with it was just like this felt like a movie and a half like it felt mm-hmm. like oh yeah there were two really good ideas and the, and those are one neo being in the matrix again mm-hmm. and the analyst yeah that is its own thing and i feel mm-hmm. like the second idea is like trinity and i are linked for eternity and we're this romeo and juliet thing we are this yin and yang we are Everything that goes along with that, right? I think the
0: term they used in the movie is "you are doomed lovers." You yes. are, you are like, you are never like, supposed to be together. And when you finally get together, oh boy, there's going to be a whole lot of shit that happens as a result.
2: And I feel like one of the two of those needed to be the focus, yeah. and not both of them.
1: Which would you have preferred? Ah, uh, for me, ooh, okay. for me,
2: it would be Trinity because I. Okay. I feel like when we talk about female action stars, Carrie Ann Moss gets left out of a lot of conversations oh, absolutely. Because yeah. to me. And I made this mistake too. Like the matrix, when you think of the matrix, you think of Keanu Reeves saying, I know Kung Fu. And like, that's kind of it. Like mm-hmm. that's the immediate mental image, but like rewatching them all. I, I, I like said this out loud to Maggie. I was like, Carrie Ann Moss is like, she is like kicking butt. She mm-hmm. is. She's way better than Neo. Like ninety yeah. percent of the time, they're in a matchup. She's like, "Nah, I got this." Like, and Neo's yeah. like, "I'm gonna slowly fight my
1: way out of this." And their sto- their storylines are told like, if this is Neo's, yes, hers is like right here. Yes. Right? It's, it's not even that far off. Yeah. And so I, I just
2: feel like Trinity has so much more of a story to tell. And if we had to focus on one, I just would have rather focused on that and sure. not have worried as much about the analyst and Smith. And I'll get to Smith in a second. Jesus. That's, that's just kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. I think I would per- have preferred, I think I would have preferred, preferred leaning in to the analyst and how we oh. created, I think, but I don't, I don't want to take the Trinity stuff out and not deal with it. I think if you're setting up a new set of movies, right. I think you spend your time really, really, helping me to understand. Okay. Neo programmed the game where Morpheus came from. He jumped out of the game and into the matrix. And now we're dealing with the repercussions of the third movie of like, no, no, no. They just saved your body. Got everybody worked up that you might still be around to harvest your energy. And I think you end movie one, revealed that Trinity is also still alive. I agree.
2: Yeah. I think that's a
0: much better movie because the Trinity stuff is not, it's good, but I got really confused at the stakes when we're spending, we're going down this particular road and they're like, psych (laughs) Trinity's here, jerk the wheel to the right. And now I'm in this neighborhood of like, is this now a like a love story? Like, not that I don't want to deal with it, but you spent the better two thirds making me believe that it wasn't. Yeah. I agree so just i would have structured it differently not that the trinity stuff was bad i just think you set up movie one of like set the stakes help me understand
1: i don't want to be the guy to say this the trinity stuff is bad because you're not getting a full story with yes it. that's fair so that's i absolutely do think fair. that it's okay it's not bad because it's a female led story or a love story i'm not upset at that at all right i'm more upset that you didn't take more time to put more risk on why Trinity is the one now and now has the same abilities because you spent your first three of Morpheus going crazy trying to find the one. Yes. And then you, then it's kind of like you just ixnate all of that to say, oops, there were two ones this whole time. Right. Well, or a new one in the new matrix question mark. Right. Like, right.
2: I think one of the things I get challenged by, too, is like one of the things that I enjoy about rewatching The Matrix is like, oh, I finally get this now, which is not always a good way to watch a movie. (laughs) Like when you watch a movie, you should be able to understand it first Mm -hmm. time around. You might have different iterations or interpretations or lenses the more you watch it. But for me, I had to like look at specific parts, and be like, I did not, I did not get this, yeah. which the specific part is getting Trinity out of her pod into the ship, which the amount of techno babble happening Whoa. in that moment. Oh, the exposition oh of that
0: is like, well, how are? I mean, you knew ah. that they were going into the exposition like boneyard when they were like, <laughs> well, how are you gonna well, how do you know that? And she was like, I know that because my dad built it and my dad told me and I It was now, like,
1: fuck, I don't care. I did like, like that they bought her back. I like and you that. like that they love that character <laughs> back. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was dope for you to bring the little girl who was in the train station yes. waiting for the train man and her dad was there and they had that whole moment with neo i do like that she came back as this person looking for redemption for her father because her father only taught her that shit because i fucked up and i need you to fix it late somewhere later on down the road okay i like that but i do agree it was like calling what was that what's that old block uh not blockbuster best buy you call the nerd place at best Buy. yeah and uh, they fixed all your technology for Oh, Geek Squad. Geek Squad. And it was Best like it was a big Geek Squad moment. Everybody huddled around Trinity's body, like, all right, Doc, here's what we gotta do. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, right.
2: I, and Bugs has, like, it's like like a two second line, but they're like, oh, Bugs has the same brave waves as Trinity, so we need to plug her in. And then the moth robot right, needs to be right. here to plug her in, but then Morpheus needs to be here to let you, and it just, it, like, I was like, he'll be busy
0: doing this he'll be very busy doing this
2: yeah like i I don't know what it felt like is if like the three of us tried to write a movie (laughs) and it like we were like you know what let's keep working and we're like yeah we're really feeling it and it gets like 1 a.m you're picking up cold pizza and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay so we just get we just get trinity out right and you both are like brian but but we know (laughs) you have to take the red pill And then like we come up with this convoluted thing. We're like, we nailed
1: it. <laughs> it was like, yes. Yeah! I all
0: around. Let's be yeah. honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> Brian, you're the one who's like, so you just get her out, right? Yes. Mark is energy that's like, no, <laughs> we need a okay, yes. we
1: need a robot that can help us oh, out. Like, yes. yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, I yeah. I, I, I totally own my role at in this. The,
1: at the table, my Siri goes right. off, and it's like, what if we had a Siri? And All he right, was named Morpheus. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> God damn it. We well, do how this. are we going to get
0: him in the movie? Have him write him. It's code yep. in the game.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. We'll call <laughs> it a, a modem. No, we'll call it a modal. No, a mod- modal sounds <laughs> different. <laughs> in- damn it, we have a system. <laughs> damn, we got this, guys. We did this. It's Look at it us. Right, it's, This movie is a lot. Like, it, it's, it is it, a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And I do think that it would have been better, one with Brian, if you break up the two storylines and, and tying it in with Doug, if you split this into another set of trilogies. Because I could, for yeah. a series, if you gave the movie as a jumping point and then say, tune in into HBO Max for a short eight episode series on how yeah. we free Trinity or something, I don't know, but it was just right. too much to handle after already understanding the Matrix as a base. And then you stacked right. on something else for me to understand. Yeah, And I know the world changes, the world progresses, but what was the message of this story?
0: That's oh. that's what I was kind of left with too cuz here's the thing that I there's a part of me that like wants to ask this question of like cuz this and this is kind of what I'm stuck on is like what am I supposed to take away from this right. other than like the two leads are in love they okay. go out into the world and they create a brand new world and there's a part of me that's like does no one remember how we got stuck with this world to begin with? Like, that was people who, like, people, not machines, not Mm -hmm. machines, who fucked this up. the machines! (laughs) They didn't mess this up. This was a world where people depended on it and corrupted it. So what makes these two people qualified to create a new world? Because in my mind, the sequel to this movie is their best intentions go off the rail, the two of them die, and people are left to clean up their mess. No, I don't think I, so. I, There's a part of me though that like I was like, I kind of want to see what happens after this because something feels like it has to go wrong.
1: They kind of set them up to be the answer. Like, if yes. anybody was pure enough, they had the purest of love to recreate things through their understanding of each other. And I don't, I, I don't know. I I, I I would hope that they would not to go the route of the storyline of they fuck everything up together. Well,
2: I feel like, I, I feel like to answer your first question, Doug, if I'm going to just jump in here, I think to me, th- this movie almost out like,
0: thanks thanks chris we will watch that after
2: (laughs) i'm laughing because someone just yeah chris Cholton's patreon member let us know the moon knight trailer dropped we'll check that out later uh but uh it's it it, it almost out the force awakens like the force awakens almost to an extent because this is gonna connect i promise the matrix makes a better case and it does a better job of saying like hey like there's always going to be bad actors there's always going to be bad elements in your world and even when you think you've defeated them once Mm -hmm. and for all at whatever deep sacrifice the system right the the system or the machines are going to find a way to persist like to some (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to some degree, and Doug and Marcus both did the Morpheus machines thing with their arms, and I that was very distracting and amazing <laughs> to see. I, mean, oh
1: I, was, I was honestly trying to make sure I didn't do like a Hail Hitler it's gotta be both, and it's gotta be <laughs> closed <ticket> fists.
0: <laughs> both
2: <laughs> <laughs> <the machines>. wow <laughs> the I was scared yeah. I was it. oh, <laughs> oh my sad. gosh I don't even remember my point the point being, I believe there's this always stuff evil always in the comes world. Back. Right. like yeah. the yeah. malevolence <laughs> it always comes back and i yeah. feel like it it does a good job of being like "Nah, you got to be persistent and this stuff always comes back and i feel like you could keep the story going of like oh like governing's hard or like yeah with with neo and trinity but i also feel like it they also acknowledge that people in the matrix can choose not to be there and yeah. so i feel like there's some stuff there's some ripe stuff to explore. Like, why are you still here? We don't want to rip you out, but like, <laughs> why are you still here? And I feel right. like confronting some of those things of like, nah, stuff's really bad. And like, why would I go out there? If like stuff's good in here, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So I feel like it could be ripe for something like that. Do I think that would be a, a blockbuster, like $200 million yeah. profit so story? psychological probably mind. Probably sure. not. Ooh.
1: No, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and this, I think, I would have so here's what I would have liked if everybody had different skins. I don't know what the fuck was going on with Mr. Smith. I'd like, oh, thank oh, you for bringing yeah. that no. up. I like you you got I don't know disrespect to that actor. But to me, you bought in this frat boy turn ceo jonathan groff
2: by the way is jonathan the actor's groff, name he no has starred he is b- best known for Kristoff and frozen the voice of Kristoff. Oh, you're frozen. kidding fuck no me. me next next he's best known for being uh king george and hamilton the musical what oh. the fuck oh he's talented okay like yeah oh, he was also in talented. glee Oh my gosh, he, he was in glee was? for like five years. Geez, what is happening? Sorry, go ahead, Marcus. Well, I didn't 14 know. episodes. I apologize. So,
1: so he was in glee.
2: He was in glee for 14 oh, did episodes. He, was he the teacher? No. No, 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 no. I, I never watched,
1: I never
0: watched Glee.
1: No, I, like I messed, I messed up your flow, Marcus. Go ahead. Like, talk about glee. Jonathan Groff.
0: Glee <laughs> did not bring me glee. So anyway, Marcus. Um, <laughs>
1: all right. So I feel like Mr. Smith. And once again, no disrespect to what's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. No disrespect to Jonathan Groff. But usually that's always followed up with some type of disrespect. But people be like, but, no disrespect, but fuck you. And we're like, oh shit. But, <laughs> but so I just feel like you bought in this guy who looks like a frat boy turned CEO. Yes. Everybody has this leather on. This guy comes in with tortoise shell sunglasses, <laughs> trying to be the badass Mr. Smith that. We know from the original Matrix, yeah. And it's I mean, like, I understand everybody got new skin, but at least Morpheus kind of resembled somebody who was cool and sleek, you know, like the older Morpheus. He had a
0: little bit of swag to him. I mean, with, that, with that kimono, kimono that yep. they were fighting in, yeah. like, that was some fucking swag. This yep. is a downgrade from Hugo Weaving. That's this was what a I'm huge saying. downgrade. Wow.
1: Okay. They um, were fighting in the bathroom, and I was like, I want to like this fight scene, but I cannot take it serious there's something about what is the premise of his character
0: and there's something about how hugo weaving delivered lines that were far more intimidating Than again no offense to jonathan groff he just there was something about it there i was like you're missing an edge to you yeah you're missing a you're missing a sinister quality and then i also go to like so what now you're just like you're not fighting me you're fighting the analyst
1: but come on back with why Yes. Like I didn't grasp how did we he get here? And like yeah. I, I and maybe that's gonna be introduced in another movie. Cause he kind of walks off and he's like, I got what I <laughs> needed from you. <me>. Thank <laughs> you for freeing me, Mr. Anderson, and walks the fuck out the coffee shop.
2: I that part that is probably the weakest part of the movie for me. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed this movie but just they could have cut Smith and, and it would not have affected anything. Yeah, no. And if I think it would have been a better reveal if they wanted to just even do it at the end of like, Oh yeah. Smith is out there. What? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like just, it didn't add anything. It didn't need to. Jonathan Groff had a fine performance. Um <laughs> Do, still, do, do it. it. Still, don't do it. Because I was saying
1: in the middle of the thing, I said, oh, fuck, the trailer's <laughs> out. And Bill was like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We know what happened last time.
1: It's so hard
0: to keep everybody on track as it is.
1: is.
2: (laughs) It's it's, like Chris Schultz just tossing a hand grenade out here. But what I am going to say is just like the, I don't know. It goes back to like this 2am writing convention and the cold pizza or the cold takeout Mm -hmm. and being like, well, we got to like resolve Smith and they're like, okay, what if, um, what if he comes out and he like makes a ruckus? when they're all in the coffee shop and, and he, he just, just leaves takes his ball
0: and goes home.
2: And exactly. it's just kind of like,
1: okay. Yeah. He did <laughs> I, I don't money. know.
2: It, it, he just shows up at the very beginning, leaves at the very end. I don't know if they were contractually obligated to talk about Smith. I don't know <laughs> if like Jonathan Groff was promised another role and they're like, Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. I just, I would have loved did, it. it did, that part didn't work for me. I would have loved it if, okay, you have to keep him in there. And again, this is
0: this is assuming the whole Trinity thing. Right. Like you, that's a separate movie. I would have loved a you introduce him. He's in here. Then like the stinger for this is you see him like looking at a mirror of himself and his oh. whole like his face catches and Hugo Weaving shows up and there's the connector.
2: That could be fun.
0: That would have been really cool to see. Um, and again, I just it. I think you're right. I think it just didn't work for you, Work for me.
2: I, I mean, it just—I don't know. I—it it was fine. I—I I was just like, yeah. You already have so much going on in this movie, like, there's and then you're gonna just be like, Smith is here, and you're like, Surprise. cool. Okay, yeah. all right, I guess. When there's yeah. already an antagonistic—I don't know. Yeah. That was—you could have not done that for, for sure.
0: Um, um, yeah.
1: So, anyway, anything else that you all like to mention about this particular movie? Why didn't um. The other twin comeback.
2: The other twin. The other
1: twin. Lena. It's the Wachowski twins. Oh, oh great question. Know, Lana came
2: I kind of wanted to get into this. Good. So one of the things I was like, this movie just it feels I don't know. It i it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Yep. Uh I do think it's not perfect but i think it's it's a good installment into the matrix but it just something felt off about it Uh i couldn't put my finger on it especially the second half of the movie and i was reading through things and i did not realize that back in 2000 i'm not going to be able to find it right now but back in i think 2017 2015 i take it back Mm-hmm. Um, like the Wachowskis were like, No, we're never going back to the Matrix, we're not doing it. And then in March 2018, WB hired folks to write a script for the, the next Matrix, and they were going to make oh. it without the Wachowskis essentially, is what they were positioning themselves Ooh, for, shit. right? So, what it feels like to me reading through the news I can find is that, um, uh, what it feels like. Is the Wachowskis were told, we're going to make this movie with or without you, and you can be a part of it or not. And they initially were like, no, like, we're good. Like, whatever you make, it's going to be whatever. And then they like maybe realized, no, if someone's going to do this to our franchise, oh, no. we're at least gonna let it be it. us. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me it almost brings
0: it almost highlights that scene where they're brainstorming and they made where they're like okay wb wants a sequel to the game how are we going to do a sequel to the game what do we need in it it makes it a little too on the nose then doesn't it oh my god this movie
1: screams too many hands in the pot right yeah That's that's
0: exactly what this is yeah yeah so but that's a good point brian like and I've oof, yeah. I mean, I suppose if there were someone who were going to do that to my baby, I'd want to be involved in its I, destruction,
2: you know. And like, I think it maybe it speaks to the fact why both of the Wachowskis weren't there, and like they were like, okay, if we're going to do this, let's at least try. Which yeah. to me makes a ton of sense for how the movie turned out, like, especially right? with all the mm-hmm. problems that we had with it of just like, well, how do we get Trinity out? I don't know, we'll just have fun with it. Like, that's right. the vibe um, I have with it, and if that right. is kind of what happened, then. I could see how this movie came to be,
1: right? Please yeah. don't do another one of these. I'm sorry. I've, I I kind of don't want another one. Please, I don't need a Matrix 5. <clears throat> as as much as <clears throat> sorry. As much as I have questions on the ending as they fly off into the sunset and where it goes from there, I, I don't I don't need it. Like we did not need this. I, honestly, and I watched this twice. Like so <laughs> true, you yeah, you did, did you yeah, you, you did, did your due diligence. Man. You watched it twice. <laughs> no, I watched it over break with my mom actually. Okay, and we watched it uh you know it was late, and so it was just kind of what, kinda, did, what wild. Do I mean, you think of this. We had a very interesting discussion, and the biggest part of it was what was the message? Um, Got because it. at the end of the first matrix, we was like, Okay, if it was about trans lives and, and uh-huh. you know, making the decision in in gender expression. Um, you know, if that was kind of the premise of the first movie, not the whole base, but a good message in it, portions of it for sure. What was this message when you say, "I have a whole other half," or you know, doomed lovers? Like, what is yeah. it? I don't understand. Like, what what I mean, the message was, and does it discredit our biggest part of the conversation? Was does this take away from the message that was delivered the first time? The sacrifice he made, the sacrifice Trinity made, just to bring them back and make them move. The one
0: maybe it's a hot, maybe it's a commentary that you need both male and female identities to make a good world. You can't do one or the other. I mean, I'm not mad at that because I mean, he can't, he worded that greatly. He can't fly unless she does. And notice, I mean, the first, the first, the first three were hero worship as him being the lead. And this is a, well, he really can't do it without his other half. And you only get one true one when both identities are present.
1: I That's really like that. Said.
0: I don't hate that. I actually now
1: appreciate the ending a little bit more with that realization. That's what my mom said. She said something along the lines of, and I, she'd have to send me if she listened to what she does. Like, <laughs> correct me later. But she was like, she knew that, you know, I was explaining to her how the Wachowski twins had transitioned. Mm-hmm. And she was like, maybe they realize that you need both halves to tell a Look, story or to yeah. live a life. Um, but we couldn't pinpoint it. And sure. that's where we just left off at. All
0: right. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that well, at I all. I think you were to
1: agree, Doug. It, yeah. That's the premise. Yeah. I
2: mean, I think, I think it works on that level. I think it works on another level of just kind of almost dismantling the hero worship of like Neo's the one and he'll fix everything. And it's like, Nah, man, you need like a group of people and you, you, need, you least, need you need a partner in crime <laughs> to like help you make a
1: world full of rainbows or something. You know, like at least two people, maybe more. <laughs> something like that right the matrix is the message is the matrix is a shitty place (laughs) and it requires multiple cleaners well when the (laughs) system's designed to keep people down you need more people helping fix it so
2: exactly i Um, I can tell we're winding down and i just i just need to say this out loud i did not know priyanka chopra jonas was in this that was a complete surprise and it took like when she showed up it took me out just a little bit because I was like, She's "What? So what are you beautiful. doing here?" And then it revealed she was the little girl from mm-hmm. Revolutions. And I was like, "Well, that's fun." But then, like, as soon as she came to the movie, she laughed, and I was like, "Oh, that was well, that was delightful. That was nice. Thanks." Sure it, was so, it was so
1: quick. It was like some of these Bye. people in these roles. It felt like somebody owed them a favor, and they were it's like, really "Wait, dead. the princess is coming back. Uh, you, want you want to be a part of this?"
2: if we want to talk about that really really quick please there are quite a few sense eight alumni in here which was okay. the wachowski's uh, netflix tv series that got canceled oh. after two two seasons but um oh my gosh i am so sorry to the person who plays lexi in this movie oh, erin okay. ibarra uh she was from sense eight brian j smith was also from sense eight um Oh, and yeah. then uh, not Christina Ricci. Uh, but there's like a few other people <laughs> here that have been associated with Wachowski. <laughs> okay. Mark- Marcus has left yeah. our chat, but there's He's a few other people associated out. with Wachowski properties and stuff like that, that came back. Um, so that was, that was interesting.
0: Yeah. I th- And again, it definitely feels that way. And I'm glad that they got people to, to, to come back in and, and do what yeah. they needed to do. And, yeah, um, those people got some screen time. But yeah, definitely sort of felt that particular <laughs> way. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I mean, Lord knows if Marcus is coming back or not. So we'll just kind
2: of maybe I just talked too much about Priyanka Chopra. He just got some worked up about Priyanka Chopra that he was like, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I need a minute. I, I, I guess I, I wanted more of in her in the film, too. I, I, I guess I guess I, mean, yeah. I can't can't fault him. Um But we so
0: anyway, Brian as we sort of think about this movie and we wind <laughs> down, um, hey Welcome back.
1: Um, we, sorry, my, my computer how was dying. It was like, Hey, bitch, we shut down. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please
2: don't.
1: <laughs> um, but
0: gentlemen, how would you all rank? Like in, in a, in a world of like, have to go see it to wait till it gets to DVD. Like where, like where, where well, yeah, does enough, this, we did that. where does we this, did fall? I
1: watched um, this on HBO max.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, I would on a okay, scale on a, scale, a, on video s- video.
1: On a okay. scale of 1 to 5 microphones. Wait, can we do you... a different scale? Please. <laughs> on a scale of IMAX to red box. Where would you Perfect. put it? Oh. IMAX to red box, where do you put that? That is
2: a good system.
1: I
0: like that system. I'm going to put this on I'm going to put this a step above red box. So basically right where it is because <laughs> wait till it gets to streaming. That makes sense. Cuz I think i do the same thing. I don't think there was anything that I needed to see it out in theaters. Now, I had to watch it on my phone, just given the nature and the busyness of my weekend. So maybe it was hard for me to immerse. Martin Scorsese's
2: crying somewhere.
1: You can suck it.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) you can suck it, Martin. It is what it is. I got kids. Martin, yeah, some of us don't have. (laughs) I, I got kids. I got second, kids, Martin. Martin. I he's... He's... <laughs> Martin I got all I can kids. see
2: is, like, Nicole Kidman, who does the AMC, like, run- run-ins, to, like, the lead-ins to all the movies in the theaters. And it's like, yeah, you come here for experience? And then cut to, <laughs> cut to Doug, like, huddled, like, in a dark corner of the bedroom, like, like doing like, like, oh, this.
0: Doing this, <laughs> like,
2: fuck you, I got kids. <laughs>
1: That's the next commercial for HBO Max. Fuck you! I got kids.
2: Right. <laughs> Honestly, I would help them record that. Like, yeah, yeah like, like yes. That's
1: stay yes. tuned for TikTok. It will be there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I think I'll go. I'm with you. I will go. It's not as bad. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about Redbox. Right. <laughs> Redbox had a flyer that said, "Coming to Redbox. New in the Redbox. Uh, Jurassic Park." Whatever the last Jurassic Park movie was. Dominion? What? No. Yes. The other one. Dominion. Jurassic, okay. Uh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Jurassic Fallen World. Kingdom. It was like new to the... Yeah, Fallen, Which whichever one. Is it was like new to the red box. Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom. And I was like, it is 10 years... Are y'all on yeah, Internet yeah. Explorer time? Like, where the <laughs> fuck are y'all at? Y'all are still dealing with AOL. Like, Jesus. But I would put it a step before that. Like, I... Could have scrolled past this on HBO Max a couple times and then would have been like, okay, let me just see what this is about. But I wouldn't put it in the red box because I probably would never see it until I'm having like a wine and popcorn night and was like, I need mm. to, you know, oh yeah, I like to treat myself, Brian. You know, wow. I, that, I mean, that's I, what the lead in Scandal does. That's what Kerry Washington yeah. does. So okay. I, I use Skinny Pop too. Skinny Pop is low in calories, but it's still sweet. I'm doing this counting calories okay. thing now and oh, okay. So I mean, a lot more snow. I'm awesome. good for you. Yeah, it's for good good. you. Do you put it? Do you like if it's just you? Do
0: you have like a, a foot bath for you too at the same time?
1: I do. I do. have. I bought it. You could this bath, um, you know, like the bath salt and That's stuff awesome. like that because I'm working mm-hmm. out in the mornings now. So it's like I like to soak my legs. I got a massager. I made a TikTok about the massage. It's fucking like
0: hilarious. So
1: it was, OK, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, well, look I at you, it.
0: Brian. Where would you put this movie?
2: uh well i'm gonna cheat uh because that's me so i'm gonna break the rules if you love the matrix like me like it was foundational to your cinema interest okay or it is like a core memory of your childhood and and you're and you are safely able to go see this in a theater i would say that Hmm. if you are someone that was like i i yeah the matrix yeah i know i know it i saw it but it was never like it was never like wow that's amazing mm. just just stream it okay. I, I, because i feel like matrix is getting into this franchise territory of like yeah if you really enjoyed the other movies you're gonna love this one but like as a standalone film i can't i can't recommend it to people who have like never seen it because <laughs> like, i'm just right. like then you you'll be super lost cuz you have to understand the matrix from ground zero so um, for most people, the streaming is going to be the best way to go. If you're a fan, go see it the theater safely.
0: Okay. I agree with <laughs> that. And I will say this. I think that if I had actually been able to execute my plan of watching the first three before watching this one, yeah. I have a f- distinct feeling that my mind would be different. Yeah, I don't think so. Cause I jumped, cause I, <laughs> cause I got halfway through the first one and then like, I got busy and I couldn't do the other two. Yep. So yeah. like I had to kind of jump back in and do it that way. So, I think mine, it would have been a little bit
1: different.
2: (laughs) HBO Max, because you got kids.
1: Because fuck, I got kids. Because fuck, I got kids. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's Disney Plus's slogan. (laughs) Do you have kids? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Gentlemen, what do you all have to plug this week? Man, hello. Follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. The store is going to be open in next week. Um, we have so many, we have like four designs that are going to be on the site when you open it. We're going nice. to have the OG style, we're going to have the red Noah style, the white Noah style, but we also have the summertime, all the time style, and what we're calling the all smile style. So, um, you'll have to go on the site, see that it's going to be up very, very soon. Um, okay. you don't want to miss it. Awesome, thank you, Marcus, Brian. Thank you
2: love nerds.com go check it out for all of your recipe or lifestyle needs awesome that's perfect nice. um i'd like to plug uh two
0: things one the marvel unlimited app it's really handy it's really great yes. they're not paying okay. me to say this um but maybe they should but this is it was really easy to use it's pretty awesome um and i loved it overall but also this podcast um we do some pretty wild shit on here we have a lot of fun um and we are going to be doing some really exciting things um this season season three um great. so come with us join with us uh, help pick our next movie we got that coming here soon we'll do our uh uh patreon submitted movie um and then we'll also you know you have a quote for us join the patreon see if we can figure it out
1: we'll go drop for more quotes listen we got tired of whooping our own asses right <laughs> it takes a lot of time for us to <laughs> all three go through a quote so i'm just going to reveal the movie magic if you are watching this or listening give us quotes so that we can compete with each other. That
0: would be great. Um,
1: we'll keep the answer in the tuck somewhere or we'll Google it immediately afterwards. That's right. right. So we won't know ahead of time, but send us your quotes. We'll throw it up on here. We'll shout you out. Um, but really the best way to send us quotes is through TikTok comments our Instagram. Google, oh, yeah. Or joining the Patreon Patty family. Absolutely.
0: Yes. 100%. Um, Gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. i didn't know what to say so i just i went with the first thing. (laughs) whatever you Uh, want so i felt good about it Um, i got kids brian what is our first key to success
2: look y'all you need to read a book and it can be any book it can be a comic book it can be a graphic novel it can be it can be an audio book whatever it is read a book i'm currently reading iron widow and it i'm reading it on audible and Mm. essentially it's like pacific rim meets a lot of uh eastern mythology and it's amazing and i'm really enjoying it and it's only 10 hours and you're like that might wow brian 10 hours that seems like a lot to listen to but if you got a commute maybe you got a workout maybe you got a half hour by yourself maybe you got kids and you're just like i want to i (laughs) want to i need to listen but i also need to take care of my kids read a book
0: this is this podcast name is going to be I got kids aka Matrix Resurrections
1: review. I got I got <laughs> like, cuz fuck it, I got kids. That's true. <laughs> um Marcus, what is the second key to success? No, uh, the second key to success is you got to drink some water, all right? I just bought a filter for my uh kitchen thing cuz I'm so used to drinking out the uh Spigot, as my grandmother would call it, yep. Um, so, used to drinking out the spigot, I got me a little somebody Actually, somebody shout out to Najaya sent me a purifier for nice. my nice. Um, and so I drink that's where I get my gym water from. Um, nice. but sometimes I treat myself to Fiji water throughout the day. I'm Ooh, going okay. fancy hell in a day. I just bought me a new bottle to so you know mentally help me drink more. You know, there you go. Food, I hope you I like know. it. So drink some water, make sure you're drinking good water too. Don't just drink any water. Drink some good water that helps your pores, help your piss. I was knocking myself out. Shit smelled like ammonia. Now, I'm clean and clear. That's... And plus, when you get sexually active with your partner, you don't want to taste like electricity and like they putting a tongue on a goddamn battery. Okay? Drink some water, clean that shit up, and do your partner a favor on both sides. Marcus J. Destin. <laughs> I'm going to quote myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had to quote myself. There don't want to be any confusion around here, you know. I, 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 I y'all, I didn't know. Oh, you, the third. You, the third. Partner, you taste. <sighs> you taste like a fucking <laughs> ashtray. Drink some water.
2: Unsubscribe.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. uh, yeah. Uh, All right. The third key to success is to wash your ass. Mm-hmm. um because you know, at the end of the day, I mean, in addition to what all of what Marcus said, it's important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just kinda, I'm just trying to help my people it's, out there. It's
0: important to have a clean ass,
1: um,
2: just for yourself and for your <laughs> and for your friends. <laughs> Doug's usually the one that like tries to keep us on track, so we are lost now that Doug is gone. So, yeah. those are the keys to success. Ooh. I think he's. I think he's coming back to us. He's here. Oh, we'll be. We'll be back with a news episode next week.
0: In the meantime, and in the between time, say hey. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll catch you next week.
1: Give me the lead.